Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Most of the prophet Isaiah's ministry took place under the reign of King Uzziah, who held Israel's throne for 52 years and oversaw her third most prosperous era. When he died, it was natural for Isaiah, whose work caused him to often be involved in events at the king's court, to wonder if his young successor would be up to the challenges of the monarchy. God gave solace to his prophet with this vision. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings, with twenty covered its face, and with twenty covered its feet, and with twenty did fly. And one cried after another, and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Here was powerful assurance that the real king of Israel was not a man. He who sits on a throne greater than Uzziah's holds his people in his hand. Here is the only place in the Bible containing the term seraphims. The word so translated literally means the flaming or burning ones. The manner of its use teaches us it describes heavenly beings. The attendants of heaven's divine glory are represented as flashing with splendor, full of energy, swift as flaming fire, flowing with fervent love, and blazing with angelic zeal. Thus a description of those beings which stand closest to God. Nothing is cold in his presence. The nearer we approach to him, the more, too, we shall glow and burn. Have you ever wished you had wings? And if you had them, what earthly threat could imperil you? Wings are harmless as weapons, but unsurpassed as a means of deliverance. God's people are instructed to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. When spoken of in the scripture, wings are meant to convey the concept of a defense that cannot be overcome with the attacks and defilements of the world. They are thus a reference to the graces of God. Paul had found his wings when he wrote, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors for him that loved us. We may not be angels, but we have access to angelic graces. The language of the verse implies the seraphim made decisions as to how they used their wings. Using their first pair to cover their faces teaches heavenly wings are a shield to our minds. Humans pride themselves on being logical, but in reality, very much of human reasoning amounts to people using their intelligence and finding ways to support what's in their hearts. None of us can see clearly until God shall take away the stony heart out of our flesh to give us a new spiritual heart. Only with this new heart are we by any means safe from the dark defilements of culture and imagination. The reckless tides of human behavior are compared in Scripture to the crashing waves of the sea. Nothing in nature works harder to accomplish less than the ocean. The second pair of wings covered the feet of the heavenly beings. Because of the grace of God, Christians are able to make straight paths for their feet. By the wings of grace, we can and must be holy, filled with integrity and uprightness, faithful in all our doings. No man's profession of religion means any more than the purity of the life he lives. Every life accepted into God's presence must be lived according to the command Jesus gave the woman taken in adultery, go and sin no more. 
The third pair of wings are used for flight. It would almost seem this one pair were enough. They reminded the wing, eagle's wings God gave his early morning church when she was beleaguered with Roman persecutions as described in Revelations. These holy wings caused martyr Stephen's face to reflect an angel's glow as the fury of carnal rage distorted the faces of every accuser about him. Brother, God's grace alone is able to lift us above life's most severe distress. As the Master said, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.